Tone Deaf is the journey of a theater nerd, bringing musicals into the life of their musically challenged spouse. This show is rated explicit for mature content and strong language. I'm sorry for me. Spoilers are in every episode, so if you haven't seen the show we are reviewing, you can always check back in later with us. We'll be here when you get back. Welcome to Tone Deaf, a theater nerd's guide for their musically challenged spouse. I'm Kay, a musical theater nerd. And I am War, Warren. I am musically challenged. I thought it fitting because dinosaurs. Also fitting a little bit, because guess who's back? Back again. Chomper's back. Tell a friend. Hey, Kay. Chomper's back. Chomper's back. Chomper's back. Chomper's back. Chomper's back. Yes, the good, good boy is back. We've created a monster, because nobody wants to see Chompers no more. They want sharp teeth. He's chopped liver. But if you want chopped teeth, this is what I'll give you. A little bit of night flour mixed with some hard liquor. <laughs> that was beautiful. I love you. <laughs> so yes, this is the one where Chomper comes back, and it's one that I do like for some reasons, and don't like for other reasons. And when you see it, you'll know which reasons I don't like it. Okay. But, uh, because some of the songs in this, this has one of the laziest songs uh, <laughs> in, that, in the whole series, and it shows up in a later movie, and I fucking hate this song. Uh, just more proof that uh, everything is a first draft. Mm-hmm, and it's one that lives rent-free in my head. Like, there are two from this movie that live rent-free in my head forever. And I fortunately have the other one, living rent-free in my head right now, but if, uh, it, it, I just, I hate one of the songs in this so bad. I love um, watching your brain stutter as you try to come up with stuff, because that's usually my shtick. Yeah. And when it happens to you, I know that it's just, it's just beautiful. It just angers me. It, it, uh, I hate it. But anyway, I do give this movie credit for the use of theropod language, as well as locusts, which would have evolved by the Triassic. I actually looked that up. <laughs> um, but this movie was released in 1997, and uh, after this, they start doing they start slowing down production of uh, Land Before Times just because uh, studios making a little bit less money, and um, there's a, a whole plethora of reasons that we'll start to get into as we get into the real. Uh, degradation of quality for these because it really goes downhill and not necessarily in animation but in everything else um this will be the first movie with some new cast members most notable is andy mcafee who is going to be playing sarah in all of the remaining films 
We'll also be seeing her when we cover the Tom and Jerry movie from the 90s because she played Robin, the little girl. Her brother Scott McAfee was Littlefoot in the last couple of sequels that we saw, and he gets replaced by Thomas Decker, who, fun fact, was John Cotter in the Sarah Connor Chronicles. Which I never saw any of. Yeah, so it's it's kind of like, huh, that can that can be some jokes and uh Tom this is Thomas Decker's first movie with playing Littlefoot. Uh, we also have a new grandma, Littlefoot, in Mer- Miriam Flynn. She was Ma the Sheep in Babe, and was also Cousin Catherine in the National Lampoon movies. So there's that. And there's a latte. There's a latte drinking some water. She's a thirsty, thirsty pupper. Yes, she is. Y'all done, Goober? For now. For now, I'll probably go back in a bit. But, of course, we all know what you're really here for. Uh, to get through it so that we can get to episode 6, to get through it so we can get to episode 7, to get through it so we... What am I here for? Dino Facts! <laughs> I'll probably splice in a regular kookaburra noise, because that was bad. Anyway, (laughs) this week, we are talking about one mega unit of a boy. This dinosaur is big, being around 39 to 43 feet long and weighing in at 4.6 to 15.2 short tons. Major, giant, big beef boy. This is also a relatively recent dinosaur, especially for this film, having been discovered in 1993, by Ruben Di Carolini in Patagonia. He sees this big boy's tibia and is like, holy crap, this was a big chonker! And he told the National University of Comahue, Comahue, yes, Comahue, uh, who were like, what a big... Come, come away, come, come away, come, come come away with me! I'm sorry, Kay. (laughs) You're fine. Um, But they were like, what a big chonker! And in 1994, the discovery was announced. In 1995, this dinosaur was described based on the holotype, which was 70% preserved, which is pretty good. That's good. I'm not going to tell you what the name means or anything like that, because I don't want to give away the dino. But I will say that this one is in the Carcardontosauridae shark-toothed lizards family. And uh, the whole family is full of absolute units. Like, other members of this clade, uh, this this dinosaur was most likely homeothermic. It's a type of warm-blooded that's between mammals and non-dinosaurian reptiles. So uh, a little bit more like uh, birds, uh, which makes sense for what this dinosaur is. A 2001 study put their top speed at 31 miles per hour. Uh, so not, they weren't runners, but they could cover a lot of ground because the big aforementioned legs. big chonker legs. Long stride. Yeah. And uh, according to, uh, oh, uh, before that, there was a discussion about their jaws. So even though they're big chonkers, 
their jaws are not as strong as uh, other dinosaurs that were of similar size around the same time. Speaking um, of big chonkers, we've yeah. got our latte who's chewing on her elk antlers. So if people hear a scraping noise in the background. Yep, and we have a beefin in my lap. Yeah, <laughs> big orange boy jumped in Kay's lap as they were as soon as you were talking about a huge unit. Yep. Stephen was this... like, "I'm here, baby. I'm a unit." I'm I'm beefing. I'm an I'm orange a big unit. Boy. I'm an orange fluffy unit. I'm a fluffy boy. Here he comes. Here he comes. So, um, uh, uh, like other, uh, so these are these are going to be big Cretaceous dinosaurs. But uh, like I was saying, their jaws are not uh, as strong as other dinosaurs of similar to smaller size. Uh, but that's because they weren't meant for crushing. They were meant for slicing. Oh, okay. And uh, according to a 2017 study, these are not pursuit predators. These are uh, probably going to be more ambush predators like rexes and stuff. Uh, because they are not agile. If they ran, they if they ran and tripped, they would have a hard time getting back up. Even though they have more fingers, they have three fingers on each hand, and do have... A bit of an arm, there's still so much bulk that they really don't want to fall. Um, what are you doing? Oh, because I stopped petting you. Is that what it is? However, Helena Walker is back to share her uh, different views that science, the rest of science, does not agree with. See, she saw the size of this animal and decided that their size would probably give them more of, for lack of a better term, an arrogant-ass attitude. She basically thinks that this dinosaur would have just wandered around like, nothing bad ever happens to me, picking off whatever it pleased. Oh, an Apatosaurus? Chomp. Oh, a trike? Chomp. Oh, neither of those dinos were actually alive in the same area as me? Chomp. <laughs> Uh, on them, she says, its rage rapidly grows with every hit it takes, basically, in battle. Uh, with this rage, it builds increasing reserves of energy to use, making its iron-jawed bites progressively more deadly and enhancing its stamina. It's not the Incredible and if, Hulk! And if something dared to challenge it, who boy, this chonker would go into a rage and fight it and win, according to her. To the point where it would lash out at its own allies if it was injured badly enough. Fucking... Giganotosaurus. Can't even go into most boss fights until it's an open world one, which, by the way, we still need to take on the Ice Titan with my horribly inbred Giga army. Yes, we do. But that's the dinosaur of this, is a Giga. Oh. And Giga shows up in this movie a bit inaccurately, because the you were jaw... you guess what it was. Well, I, I figured that, uh... Because I was going to guess wrong. What were you going to guess? Uteranus. Oh, yeah, no. Yudi doesn't come in until much later. Because I, I, I initially I was thinking Allosaurus with the slicing, but then I was like, no, Allosaurus is different than Tyrannosaurus. They're not the same family. Mm -hmm. And so I was trying to think, and then I was like, isn't Yudi part of the Tyrannosaurus family? Well, and Carcodonosauridae is a different group than Tyrannosauridae, because Tyrannosauridae is... Um... Wow, thanks. That was right on my face. Thanks, buddy. Um, Tyrannosauridae is a different, uh, family from... Steven's just giving you face paw. Yes, he is, from Carcodonosauridae. Uh, Carcodonosaurus is the, uh, type 
genus for this family. Giganotosaurus is the genus that we're going to see in this movie. But uh, other members of that genus are like Acrocanthosaurus and stuff like that. So they're going to have kind of a different shaped jaw than your uh, Tyrannosaurids, which is why I didn't describe the face because I was like, that'll be too easy. But um, no, we are going to be seeing a movie where a Giganotosaurus shows up. Or Giganotosaurus, but I think it's Giganotosaurus. Giga sounds better Giga than Giga. Giga sounds way better. I don't like saying Giganotosaurus. It just, Mm-mm. it doesn't roll off the tongue no. well. Like, I know why they would say Giga, because giant, but also Giga just, Giga sounds better just like GIF. Mm-hmm. Because it's not giraffical. Yes, but like, like Gigabyte? Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. Gigabyte? Gigas yeah. give gigabytes. Yes, they do. Well, they give giga slash bites. They do slash damage instead of crush damage. Okay. You should... When you get bit by a giga and arc, you should have a bleed effect. Like, that should be the automatic. But, but Allosaurus already has the bleed effect. That's fine. Giga can have a bleed effect, too. But gigas go into a rage when they get below, like, 10% health. Yeah, which I'm not sure how our, for, or how our uh, Ice Titan fight's gonna go with our gigas but i have like you just don't be near them i have god how many gigas do i have currently in storage i want to say i have like 50 inbred gigas that we'll throw out for that fight oh they're just fodder mm-hmm. they're just foot soldiers they're i mean meant they're to die. yeah they're meant to die i i want to say that they're all fully mutated so it'll be an interesting fight highly highly inbred very inbred. They are so horribly inbred. Why does Ark like inbreeding? Why I don't is, know. Why is Ark such a fan of inbreeding? I don't know. It'll give you neg- negative status effects if you inbreed. Anyway. I do like Lyoden. Well, no, Lyoden doesn't tie mutations to inbreeding, which I wish they did. Um, anyway, yeah, there's, there's your dinosaur fact. Um, I've got a boy on my lap. Mm-hmm, an orange boy. I've got an orange boy. He's, He's a creamsicle. He's my catanotosaurus. <laughs> giga boy. He's yeah, a giga boy. Because he's a big heavy boy. He's heavier than the Shelties. Yes, he is. Alright, so do you have any questions before we go and see Chomper again? The highlight of this movie. <laughs> I mean, what question is there to ask about this direct-to-video children's sequel that is, uh... There is a shark in this, but it's not Megalodon. It's is a it... different type of shark. It's not one of the ones with the spiral mouth, is it? No, uh, Helicroporian was extinct by this time. It's, yeah, it's but a... Not a lot of these dinosaurs didn't live together at the same but, time I mean, anyway. It, they still keep it to Mesozoic animals, which I will give them that <laughs> but uh they they do not have a they don't have megalodon and they don't do helicroporian um there's a lot of speculation as to which shark it is actually in the wiki which was interesting to go through the only one that i really know of is megalodon because mm-hmm. that was the big the big one yeah oh uh they also do point out that there will be a error on ages in this because they claim that Sarah is the oldest. Sarah is not the oldest. That is Ducky. Yep, yep. 
Ducky was the first one to hatch. Then yep, yep. Sarah, then Littlefoot, then Spike. We don't know when the fuck Petrie hatched, though. So he could be the oldest, or oh, he could... Petrie. How, how old is Petrie? Oh, <laughs> the Petrie have rings like tree? No. <laughs> that was really good, babe. <laughs> Next movie. Land Before Time 15. They'll call you. Oh, oh, ugh. you know what? I actually, I actually would take that money. I absolutely would take that money. Yes, you would. I am a dirty, dirty whore who's concerned about <laughs> making rent payments. So <laughs> I'm a dirty whore. Oh, yes, you are. Doesn't count with mm. you. We share a checking account. That's true. <laughs> <laughs> if I pay you, if you pay me, it just goes right back in the same account. <laughs> I'll pay you in a thousand sweet kisses. Okay, I work with that. You you get the uh, friends and family discount. Hooray! Not gonna I'm not gonna not gonna go with that. That I'm 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 a dirty whore for friends and family. I mean, we already know with cookies, so now it's different. <laughs> anyway, shall we uh, go and watch the next Land Before Time movie? If we must. Sooner we watch them, the sooner it's over with. I need to figure out how to kill a god. Or two. I'm sure that there's a way. What are condors... Are condors allergic to anything? Lead? It can't be that easy. can't be that easy to kill a god. I mean, that's... Ladies and gentlemen, we, we make a lot of jokes here on Tone Deaf, but, uh... Stop using lead in your bullets and shit, because hunting. con- Yeah, for hunting, because condors will eat what you've killed, because a lot of folks like to field dress their deer, and they leave that uh, lead buckshot in, and guess what's been killing condors, folks? So, stop using lead, please. Because condors, even though we are currently being punished by them, they're good, good boys. They're chonky birds, and we love them. Even if Conondor make us mad right now. I was trying to think in think how to work in a joke about what do Condors and the Tudor family have in common. That was going to be lead poisoning, but... <laughs> but it was too sad. I, I couldn't connect the two. It was too sad. But hey, you know what uh, isn't connected to lead po Actually, lead poisoning may explain some things. I don't know. It's a bad joke. It's a bad joke. I'm just tired, and I want to get this over with. Because <laughs> the next one is so... I, I feel, The sixth is so bad. I feel so bad, because I am so un unenthused about doing the Land Before Time ones. It is a definite punishment. I can't wait until we get to a good musical again. Me too. I, I enjoy doing our podcast. I don't enjoy doing these episodes. <laughs> let me let me tell you this. I have a plan for after we're done with these that is delightful. It better be. It better be, Kay. Because we're going to do a fucking competition. Ooh. We're going to pit some shows against each other, and I'm so excited. Two shows enter. One show leaves. Three shows. Three show. Three-way battle here on Tone Deaf, but not right now. Later. <laughs> anyway, um, enough stalling. Let's go watch the fifth one and make way for the sixth, which is just a piece of fucking garbage. I'll ignore the Stalin joke because it's not on Marx.
We'll be right back, folks. Hey, Warren. Hey, Kay. Do you know what time it is? Is it time to thank our Patreon sponsors? It is! Woo! We would like to thank our stage crew sponsors, Jeff, Reagan, and Jasmine Wu. And our producer circle sponsors, Jesse, Bianucci, and Taylor Brandt. Thank you all so much for your continued support of our show. We truly appreciate it. Hey, it's your boys from TGOT, those guys over there at Podcast. I'm Big Tom, the irrational and flies one of us all. It's your boy Jeff, the fact checker, the one who always write. Tim, I'm going to fuck your life up. This is Phil. Petty wise. I say what I want and do what I want and and it, and it works. <laughs> you got a real name? Nope. We just five guys with the shits and giggles. We got that bar conversation for you. We just always having a good fucking time. <laughs> I didn't know we were seeing lines out here. Fuck it. End this promo. And now... The lights are going down and the music's starting back up, so let's head back to the second act of our show. means I love you and dinosaur. <laughs> and my throat hurts from trying to sound <laughs> it's gruff. it's okay baby you don't speak fluent T-Rex. So, they don't. What we were asking and talking about is how did you feel about that Warren? Um I mean it's uh, it's not as dumb as the last one. Mm-hmm. Uh there is one definite massive plus to this one and that is Chompy Boy. Yes, the Chompy Boy is the best boy. Because Chompy Boy is ridiculously cute. Mm-hmm. And it's nice to see him again. Mm-hmm. And, yeah, it just just makes me wish that he was in every adventure, you know? Right. Every adventure would be improved with Chomper. Yeah, every adventure would be improved with Chomper. Mm-hmm. I think the only thing that I wish more about Chomper now is I wish he was covered in a little fuzzy duck down. <laughs> just be a fuzz boy. Be a little fuzz boy, just cute little fuzzy baby T-Rex running around, even though he has more fingers than his parents do, which was weird. I, I forgot about that. Yeah, I don't know why they do that. Mm-mm. I don't know why he has three fingers. Is he supposed to be a mutant or what? Or the uh, Giga that shows up later uh, actually... Chomper, I am your father. Yep, no! yep. No, that's not true. That's impossible. That's 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 what it is. Look at your hand, Chomper. You know it to be true. I do wonder how green plus brownish green e- equals purple, but... Is he purple? I thought he was blue. He, well, purplish blue, but still. It's his baby color. Okay, I will take it's his baby <laughs> color. I will accept that. Woo! Because otherwise, yeah, okay, I accept that. Because baby chickens don't, even though they don't have feathers on him. See, and that's where it gets into a problem again. Because it's like, those are, those are, his scales are purple, but his parents are 
What? But also three fingers. So mutant. yeah, he's he's either a mutant or his mom was uh, not explaining things to Daddy Sharptooth. Uh, don't you remember your parents had that blue recessive three finger gene? <laughs> it must come from your parents' side. Not that strapping neighbor Giga we had a few islands back. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> huh, yeah. This one is the better of the first five, uh, I would. Or of the. Not first five, of the first sequels, I feel. That's fair. It's only downhill from here. <laughs> we get a brief reprise with uh, the Stone of Cold. We, we get a brief reprise with the Stone of Cold Fire, but uh, yeah, it the, the gets really bad. Gets... You know what I think of when I hear Stone of Cold Fire? It's radioactive. Radioactive. <laughs> But yeah, let's uh let's get into your thoughts on Land Before Time Five. And boy, do I have thoughts! Yay! Ah, <sighs> so the Land Before Time Five, the mysterious Island. After the <laughs> what? <laughs> it is land. It is land. <laughs> don't give me don't give me that look. I'll give you that hoity-toity, hey, now, I know how to say words better than you do, Warren. I'm the one that pronounces extra letters like February <laughs> and Wednesday. <laughs> I do too. Anyways, after the Universal Animation Studios and the fucking cartoon airplane mocking my pain, <laughs> we see a really bad uh, supernova or something, mm -hmm. which then coalesces into our solar system, and then we see the Earth getting formed. Our narrator then pops in to be like, you know the drill. A long, long time ago, right here on this rock, things were very different. Every animal you know right now was not around. Same with plants and trees and all that shit. And the scary, scary <laughs> thunder, not lizards, ate plants and each other, but not in a fun, sexy way. I do like that they had Carithosaurus uh, there. That's that's a nice touch. Uh, a... Uh... Ornithopod that you don't usually get to see a hadrosaur. Because, eh. you know, they're not usually in stuff, so it was nice to see that. <laughs> they were a little bit drawn wonky, but that's okay. 90s. Yeah. up to 90s. Anyways, while the prehistoric world was full of strife, there was a great, wonderful valley where all the dinos lived in peace. Except the child heroes are not in peace, and they are instead fighting over who gets the last leaf on the tree, even though they are surrounded by lots of other plants and trees, they're fighting over this one fucking tree star. Yeah. Oh, and Petrie gets it, but then passes out because he's a fucking carnivore who can't digest plant protein. Fag tries to save Petrie from a blood sugar crash, but Petrie is like, oh, Stop that. I want to eat the thing I can't digest. <laughs> Anyways, the kids chase the tree star as it dances on the wind, and it lands in the mouth of an adult dino who who is a type of Anki, right, Kay? Yep, that's an Ankylosaur. Okay, it was. He looked, a, see, speaking of drawn, wonk, drawn wonky, mm -hmm. he looked like, I was like, okay, he looks like an Ankylosaurus, but not an Ankylosaurus. Yeah, they... And they call him Mr. Clubtail? Yeah, Mr. Clubtail. It, it bothers me a little bit, some of the choices they make, but the... 
that in trying to introduce species later down the line, it gets kind of stupid. And <laughs> yeah, th- I'm still mad at them for their Carnotaurus later on. See, I feel like right now it's kind of stupid. Later on, it gets overtly stupid. Later on, there's no excuse because we know what dinosaurs looked like for the most. <laughs> like, we know some basic things. There is no excuse for what they do with some of these species later on. Because, like, fossils and imprints and of mm-hmm. scales and mm-hmm. uh, osteoderms and yeah, feathers have been finding discovered. more complete fossils and being like, oh, this is what this looks like. You know, it's one thing, too, is by this time, I will say right now, since, you know, we chompers in this and we get to see his parents, we get to see some sharp teeth. Uh, they're tripods. They have never corrected their posture at all. Nope, they have not. They've just doubled down on, well, this is what it looked like in the early movies, and... Mm-hmm. We can't say that maybe they went and saw a dinopractor who straightened their spines. <laughs> I mean, after uh, the seventh one, you could easily hand wave it. Mm. Very easily. <laughs> I see, and I don't get it yet, because I haven't seen Not yet. One. But anyway, onward. The kids are fighting about the lack of tree stars, and g Big Steps is like, What are you little sperm tumors complaining about? <laughs> And they explain the whole situation of not enough tree stars. So G-Paw Big Steps reaches up and shakes a tree and rains down tree stars onto the children who gleefully eat them up. And Fag accidentally eats Ducky but spits her out before she could be chomped to death. I'm still thinking about sperm tumors. That's that's a new uh, word for children for me. Jesus I mean, Christ. It's not inaccurate. It's not, but Jesus Christ. <laughs> hey, as long as insurance companies diagnose being pregnancy as a sexually con- uh, contracted disease and also a pre-existing condition and mm. also a parasite, yeah, I will not apologize for anything. Yeah. Uh, we live in a great society. We live in a great Anyway. Uh anyways, G-Poth, Big Steps, tells the kids that they should not fight over food because there's plenty of food in their perfect valley of <laughs> evergreen lushness. But then g Big Steps, sees a cloud of something in the distance. Is it rain on the horizon? But no, he then shits himself as he exclaims in fear, Oh no! swarming leaf gobblers (laughs) and we see a plague of locusts come in and start chomping away on all the trees leaving only barren branches in their wake night falls on the great valley and the adults hold a council g-paw big steps is like well we're boned (laughs) it will be a while before we have enough food to sustain us all and Sarah's racist dad is like, Gah, I hate agreeing with long necks, but yeah, we're boned. I was going to tell you. So I forgot to tell you with the first movie. I forgot to pause the you credits. You say first, you mean the very the first? The very first movie, because Sarah's dad does have a name. Unfortunately. Is it Try? Daddy Tops. <laughs> No. No. (laughs) He'll get another name in later movies, but until that movie, he is Daddy Tops. Daddy Tops sounds like a whole subsection of, like, Pornhub or something like that. it does. Filter videos by Daddy Tops. (laughs) 
<laughs> and I, I kept forgetting to tell you about that because my brain just kept going, you, no, no, okay, you don't. Warren doesn't need to know Warren this. Warren doesn't need to know this, but I realized I'll I couldn't destroy him keep later. It. I couldn't keep it from you because you would find out on your own. Would I? I'm not exactly Googling stuff regarding Oleg before time. <laughs> it would get dropped on you and you'd be yeah, like, okay, no, did knows? you know this? <laughs> and you'd been like, yes, I tried to keep it from you, dear, but your damn sexy intellect has led you to discover it on your own. You're so handsome and intelligent and brave, Warren. Let me fall to my knees and suckle upon your... <laughs> Anyways, I was going to see how far you go with that one. But. <laughs> uh, anyways, the kids are listening as the adults. I miss when we could say dirty jokes. Uh, me too. Black History Month is hard for multiple reasons. Uh, the kids are listening. <laughs> it's long and hard, and there's twice as much of it in a single month. <laughs> the kids are listening as <laughs> As the adults talk doom and gloom, they overhear the adults talk about how they need to leave the Great Valley. The kids hear and start speculating about what that means for their individual groups. But they don't have to worry about their friendships breaking up because the adults agree that they will all leave together as one large herd. Mm -hmm. We then see our mismatched herd of dinos walking and walking and walking for days and days, without a bite of food or a drink of water anywhere. The group comes across a duck-billed skeleton and starts to argue about which way they should go, since the duckbill was since the duckbill died, coming the way that they were just heading from. They're like, look at this dumb fool. I bet he died walking in circles, cause duckbills are dumb. And all the adults start to fight and fight, and the kids start to fight because their adults are fighting, and then the adults decide to split up the herd and that it's every herd for itself. But then we see it transition to night, and they're all camped together. And the child adventurers then are like, I don't want our magical mismatch friendship to break apart. And apparently Baby Steps has a plan. So let's leave and go on what I'm sure to be is a not life-threatening adventure. So two things that I love about this scene. A... The touch that it was a Parasaurolophus that died. And so Ducky's mom is like, don't look, Ducky. Like, <laughs> yeah. Don't look at your future. <laughs> it's like, yeah. hey, kid, want to see a dead body? Um, <laughs> it's not a body at this point. I mean, I guess it still it's would still, be. Yeah. It's still a body. They couldn't show the gore that would still be left behind. Well, I mean, you imagine in the desert like that with the sun. It would, it would be, be mummifying. If, if nothing had come to scavenge, and even if it was scavenging, then the bones would be Fair. scattered about. Fair. Yeah, that's true. It was, like, still intact. Yeah, it was still it was intact. crumpled in on itself. It wasn't, like, on the side. It was, like, on its knees, like, bent over. Yeah, yeah. No, that was... Uh. But also, I love that we have ducky siblings, again, but younger than... Like, <laughs> every movie... Ducky's mom, every other movie, I guess, Ducky's mom has a new set of babies. We never see Ducky's siblings again after that. And they never join her on any adventures. Yep, yep. I don't, I don't understand the dynamic with Ducky's family, like. So in reality, uh, uh, they've only been in, so, so imagine this, every new movie is just like another week. 
So it's so by the time it's 14 movies in, they've only been there like 14 weeks. And that's why we don't see anybody grow up. But then again, the entire valley gets reaped. Anyone... Yeah, yeah, no, it, it stops working there. Especially because we know that Chomper has aged a bit by... Time is an illusion! I guess it is the land before time. That's how they uh, hand wave that shit. It's time doesn't exist. Time. Nobody was keeping track of shit. Yep, except for the great circle passed over. And then the dark circle passed over. Or not dark circle, night circle. Get get your shit straight, Kay. Get your shit straight, Kay. <laughs> God. You're dragging this whole podcast down, Kay. We've done two <laughs> Land Before Times in one weekend. <laughs> the next morning, as all the other dinos wake up to their with the rising sun, Ducky's mom wakes up and is like, Where are Ducky and Fag? And then all the other dino parents are like, Where is my jizz tumor? <laughs> and then we see the kids marching together. And straining to leave tracks in the dirt oh so that God. their parents can follow them. As the kids are trekking, they see some big sharp teeth tracks. And Ducky is like, fuck this, I'm out. <laughs> and tries to leave, but Baby Steps is like, don't leave, you wuss. And then... Something. That smell, it... Then Sarah smells it too, and then Baby Steps, they... They smell... Water. Yep. And where there is water, there is green food. Oh boy! And the kids chase after the smell of water. The kids run and run until they hit the coast. And they're like, oh boy, big water. I'm so thirsty and don't smell a salty brine smell at all. Yeah, and they all, that... <sighs> yeah, they all jump into the water and immediately surface to be like, ew, gross water. No wonder nothing grows here. So, smelling water, that's been a thing that they've done before. So, okay. Mm -hmm. However, everybody knows mm -hmm. fresh water smells entirely different from mm -hmm. salt water. They would be yeah. like, what's that? What's that death smell? What's yeah. that, that odor? What is it? They would get close to the ocean and be like, Bleh. I mean, the ocean doesn't smell nearly as bad as our little inland salt lake here. I mean, the, but the, the Great Salt Lake Yeah, is the Great stagnant, Salt Lake's yeah, horrible, so, but... I mean, that's way overpowering, yeah. but, you know, we've... The I've, ocean still does have a smell. It's like, the, you smell the salt. Mm -hmm. Like, that's the thing. You can smell the salt in yeah. the air when you're near the ocean. For me, it just makes me hungry, because I go, mmm, fish. Seafood. Nom, 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 nom. Seafood? Eat it. Nom, 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 nom. Nom, 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 nom. This would be the moment that Petrie's like, yeah, Oh my god, this yeah. is what I meant for! Yeah. Eating fish! Uh, I I do not like that Petrie is an a herbivore. leaf eater. That really bothers me. Yeah, right? <laughs> Absolutely. At the very least, he should be an insectivore, but really he should be a pescivore. Like, ah! <laughs> but in this, he wants berries. Which we'll get to. Baby Steps is like, it's hopeless. We're all gonna die. And then all the kids sit and think about their inevitable doom. <laughs> but not Fag. Fag climbs onto a rock and looks out to sea. He sees an Island with a great <laughs> horned peak. And the kids set out to the Island, which is connected to the mainland by a convenient rocky land bridge. Much like the causeway out to the Antelope Island. Oh yeah, yeah that's fair. As the kids are walking along the land bridge and huffing and puffing, they find themselves in the middle of an earth shake. 
and big water with big waves. An inexplicably different color sky. Uh, well, something scary is happening, so they got to change the sky. Mm. I mean, we've had a couple of earthquakes here. Didn't you notice that the sky changed color when it happened? Oh, yeah, I didn't either. Uh, <laughs> yes, and so uh, the big water and big waves scare the kids and chase them. The kids outrun the big water wave because that's a thing you can actually do. And not only do they outrun the big wave, they're able to scale a cliff too before the water wave reaches them. God. Anyways, they scramble up the cliff and narrowly avoid death. They rejoice and are like, green food! But then they go up to the strange plants and they're like, ew, this looks weird. And it smells weird. And they all complain about eating new food. But then they see Thag chomping down and decide that it's safe. The kids all chow down and Baby Steps is like, This is great! There will be enough food for everyone! But then Sarah is like, The land bridge is gone. We're fucked. <laughs> what I like about that, though, is that the plants would be different on an island. Oh, absolutely. So that's a good a, touch. A completely that's a, different biome. And... Yeah, that is a good touch. Yeah, that is a good fair. job movie. That's fair. Good job. Uh, not good job on some other stuff, but good job with that. <laughs> it was a definite uh, change, because the, mm -hmm. the Great Valley, the trees that they have there are, are well, they're different. But mm -hmm. then when they go to the island, it's a lot of, like, big, tall, redwood-looking yeah. trees. Big, tall pine trees. And... Yeah, and then uh, different types that would be... Because, um, like, some of the leaves looked almost like those spiky holly leaves. And more berries there, more fruits there, mm -hmm. more flowers. Which, mm -hmm. uh, that's another thing that I like about this, is that they start adding in more flowers. Because flowers... Uh, we're evolving at this point, partially because of things like Ceratopsians. So it makes the line later make me go, good job, movie! <laughs> <laughs> You'll have to tell me what line. We then see the adults following the children's tracks right into the ocean. And they're like, oh no, they went in search of the lost city of Dinolantis. And Sarah's, da <laughs> <laughs> and Sarah's dad is like, gah! This is all your fault, long neck. But then he questioned that but then when questioned, he immediately admits that he has to have somebody to blame, right? Gma Big Steps is like, I'm sure the kids just walked along the shoreline looking for food. And all the adults walk on by as the kids shout from the Island and are like, Hey! 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 Swim to your deaths! We're over here! Hey! <laughs> but the adults just keep on walking. The kids then start to brainstorm and are like, Petrie, you, can you fly? No, it's too far, you say. Hmm. Ducky, can you swim? No, too far, you say? And deep, and dark, and scary? The kids then sing about the scary big, 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 big water and how it's deep and full of scary monsters that want to squeeze and eat you. Which, I mean, that's also why I don't like big water, so I can't blame the kids for feeling that way. I I do not like this song. <laughs> it is pretty lazy. It is very lazy, especially because of the song right after this one. That's part of why I hate this song, because they prove that they can write lyrics. And they prove that they can evoke an emotion with a song. 
they do not this song is just it's out like they just came in a jerking off motion yeah it especially again when you have the song after this one that you had it in you all along (laughs) (laughs) see what i was gonna tell you is that it's all about budget they have Think, think of the budget mm. like fucks. They have so many fucks to give. They have to allocor- allocate the biggest amount of fucks to uh, uh, the art and to the voice acting. Mm. And then everything else falls by the wayside. Mm. So it's just, they're like, well, we have enough fucks to either make three okay songs or one decent song and two not good songs. So they're like, let's make one okay song. It, it just, it, it bugs me. Anyways... <laughs> After the song, Sarah hatches the plan to roll <laughs> hatches <laughs> hatches the plan to roll a log into the water and use it as a boat. It works, and the kids pile onto the log and paddle to safety. Well, kinda. They're paddling, but then a shark attacks them, and Sarah almost gets eaten. Also, Spike sees leaves on the <laughs> on the on the the log. There's one leaf, a leaf, and he's like straining the chomp it yeah it spike has spike knows that he has to constantly eat to get bigger and it seems like no one else understands that (laughs) but him (laughs) so yeah so a shark attacks and sarah almost gets eaten when she falls into the water the kids narrowly escape the swimming sharp sharp tooth and then they make it to shore unfortunately they got turned around in the process and it's the shore of the island they were trying to leave in the first place baby steps is like at least we're away from that swimming sharp tooth and then they hear a roar on the island and sarah is like yeah baby steps i'd much rather get eaten by a walking sharp tooth great <laughs> fucking plan baby steps <laughs> The scene moves to G-Paw and G-Ma Big Steps and how they're like, I'm worried we won't see Baby Steps ever again. And then they're all sad and shit. (laughs) The scene then shifts back to the kids who are trying to sleep, but they're too scared. And they keep seeing and hearing sharp teeth in every rock and tree. The kids then sing about missing their parents. This is the song Kay was referring to. Mm-hmm. And Baby Steps sings a bit about his dead mother, and I get some emotional flashbacks of the first movie inside my head, mm-hmm. and I guess Baby Steps thinks that his mom is a star in the sky. I don't remember her telling him that, but whatever. The song concludes, and all the kids fall asleep in a snuggle pile. Yeah, and that song always hits me a little bit. Yeah, because if anybody's close to dead relatives... Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Or, or like, even just the missing your parents. Like, it, yeah, it has a little bit parents. of something for everybody. That's true. That's true. Whether, <laughs> yeah, whether or not your little parents... Little emotional pain for you. Yeah. Little emotional pain for you. Everybody gets emotional pain! <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, and that song is so good compared to the other two. Fair. It's, and I feel like it's still subpar. It's, it's subpar, but it's but compared to all the other songs that we've really seen in the show, it is definitely up there in the better mm-hmm. ones that we've seen. Yeah, and that's why I'm just like, are you fucking kidding me? You had <laughs> this in your back pocket the whole time. You know, if if all of the other songs had been to that level, it would be a, a decent. Kids it would musical. be decent. It would be decent, and it just it really bothers me that they were so lazy 
but then whip out this one good song, and then... They just whip it out. They just whip it out. They just whip it out and slap you in the face with it. The, the third song in this is cute, and I don't know if it's only cute because it's Chomper, or if it's cute because it's actually cute. Because I will let Chomper do whatever, because he is it's, a special boy. <laughs> I will say that that song is actually kind of cute. It, mm-hmm. it runs into the same issue that a lot of the songs do, where it the music is not quite there in terms of quality. Mm-hmm. The lyrics in this in that one that we're talking about that we'll get to are okay, mm-hmm. but the singing is just kind of yeah meh yeah and i don't know how many of the voice actors are children and how many of them are adults doing children roles i want to say littlefoot and sarah are older kids same as ducky i think is an older kid uh petrie and spike are both voiced by an adult but I still stand by my initial gripe that this series never should have been musicals. They Mm-mm. should have just been animated adventures. And uh, yeah, here's, here's fuck my you, thing. Universal's animated studio that's now gone. Here's my thing with animated musicals. If you're gonna do an animated musical, you need to do the same. You need to hold it to the same standard as a live action musical it needs to be as good which is why disney's tend to be yeah pretty good. disney's tend to be pretty good um i would say american tale five will goes west is pretty good anastasia's really good and i think um, the thing too is it's what you've talked about before that the reason you sing is because the emotion has gotten so yeah. high that there's no other way to express it so yeah. when you sing you have to really give it all of your emotion yes. give it all of your attitude because yeah. otherwise, as we've seen in the past movies, as well as this one, it comes off as mediocre. Because yes. It's... That, I think, is where Always There, the middle song, uh, actually works. Is because they're feeling an emotion. It's a heightened emotion. It's nighttime. It's they're nighttime. Sad. So, yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. And that's why that one works. Any of these other songs, like Big Water, you don't the music doesn't fit the emotion that the kids are feeling because it's kind of, you expect them to laugh at the end of the song. Yeah, because it's more upbeat, even though they're singing about things that are scary, that are in the water, they want to get them. Yeah, whereas this one, it's like, hey, we are at our lowest point. We don't know if we're ever going to see our parents again. Littlefoot's reminded that he is alone if he doesn't have his grandparents and the others are faced with that sort of dilemma, but at least, you know, they're there, whereas his mom is dead, dead. <laughs> oh, and... no, we don't want to end up like Littlefoot. <laughs> yeah, and so that one, the emotion works. And with the third song, there's not really an emotion to carry into it, but it works enough because it's Chomper being a little kid walking around. And and, and then it... and we'll talk about yeah. that one more when we get to it, because I have a couple things to say about it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, it's it's just you've got to use song in a smart way if you're gonna make a if you're gonna make a musical and especially an animated musical. Yeah, I mean the whole point of the musical is you want the songs to be good enough that you'd want to listen, you'd want to watch it just for the musical mm-hmm. numbers, or you'd want to listen to the soundtrack at some point for the music. Yes, that's the thing is that none of none of the none stuff of that I have seen, Mm-mm. the movies are not worth watching for the music. Nor uh-uh. would I say, hey, I want to go out and get the complete Land Before Time soundtrack and listen to it. You know. Yeah. But anyways, 
The snuggle party is interrupted by a scary shadow and some roars. Baby Step scrambles to wake everybody up. They see the sharp-toothed shadow and scream. They then run in fear through the forest as this shadow chases them. Even though there is obviously too much light for this shadow to be like everywhere. Mm -hmm. Anyways, the kids run into a dead end and just huddle in fear, shaking and waiting for death. The stomping, shadow-clad, red-eyed, approaching, approaching creature reveals itself to be... Chomper! Our boy! Who's like, hey guys, long time, no see! And they all rejoice. Chomper offers to lead the group to meet his family, but the gang is like, <laughs> fuck no, your family are meat-eaters! <laughs> and the gang hangs back and they fear argue while Chomper goes and gets his parents. We then get to see... <laughs> We then see some Sharptooth talking as Chomper's folks are like, Where are you, son? We're worried sick. Now come to dinner. And Chomper asks if he can bring his uh, bring some friends. And his parents are like, Yes, splendid idea, my boy. We could use some dessert. And Chomper quickly realizes that his friends are correct when they say that they don't want to meet his parents because mm -hmm. they're not safe. Mm -hmm. Chomper then is like, Okay, I better help you guys get off this island of certain death. <laughs> As the kids leave, we see our Giga come in out of the trees and smell the air. He smells baby meat. And he sets out <laughs> and he sets out after the children. <laughs> As they're walking, Ducky gets a little too far behind the others and slapdicks her way into falling off a cliff. Ducky is saved in quotes, by a flyer, and Ducky thanks its new friend. But the flyer just screeches and takes Ducky to their nest where they try to feed them to her babies. Doing what Petrie's mom should have been doing. Yeah. <laughs> Ducky gets out of the situation and falls to her near death, but lands on Baby Step's back. That was a weird kind of... I felt like there wasn't any need for any of that. No. Because it's like, the... why do you have to have her fall only to get swooped, carried away, to then later fall out of a tree and land on Baby I... Step? They, they were like... They didn't even realize that she was missing. And then they were like, wait, where's Ducky? And then Ducky well, falls out of a tree. So they say, where's Ducky? And then Sarah starts snipping at uh, oh, yeah, Chomper, Chomper being, being like, like, oh, sure you, you ate her. her. And you, so it gives you kind of that animosity between Chomper and Sarah, but the animo could have done it already better. there. Yeah, well, that's the thing. The animosity is already established because Sarah had said stuff multiple times, like when yeah. Chomper left to go get his parents and all that stuff. So mm -hmm. like, there's there's almost a never ending sniping at Chomper about yeah. how you just want to eat us. You just yeah. want to eat us, and it it's not well done. It's not, though I do like Sarah's joke about would they like us well done. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, Sarah, how do you know about cooking? Yeah. Sarah, do you know what fire is? <laughs> anyway. She does, remember? The third movie. Sure. She experienced fire. Sure. I'm sure we don't, they don't call it the red flower or anything like that. No. Give it a, yeah, so they, they have a word for fire, but they can't comprehend sky water or anything like this. Mm -mm. Anyway. Again, it dumbs down the more it goes and it really bothers me chomper leads the group into a flower field apparently these flowers stink and the sharp teeth won't be able to smell our heroes thag starts to eat their hideout and the others are like fucking stop thag and chomper is like i can go get you guys some food and all the herbivores place their order with chomper but chomper is like 
I don't know what any of those plants are, but I'll just go gather up some shit and bring it back. Yeah, and that's where Sarah mentions that she really likes the yellow flowers. Mm-hmm. And it's it's one of those it's like, good aw, nod, yeah, nice nod to the fact that flowers evolved basically because of Ceratopsians. And they were other... eating them and shitting out the... the, the... Mm-hmm. And they were attractive to the flowers, so it was like, oh, yes, yeah, spread my pollen. Mm, yeah, spread my pollen oh, everywhere. God. Oh, God. I just want you to rub my pollen all over you. Yes. Anyways, <laughs> you okay? I won't ever do that again. <laughs> we both know that's not true. Uh... <laughs> Anyways, as Chomper is walking away and is like, I love having friends over for dinner. Or I just love having friends for dinner. Yes. And all the herbivores are like, phrasing? And while <laughs> Chomper is out gathering food, the others sing about how Chomper is not to be trusted and that he just really wants to eat them. While Chomper is gathering food for the others, his parents see him and they're like, Margaret, I think our son is a bit strange. He's... <laughs> Gathering plants and berries. We don't eat plants and berries. Margaret, do you think that perhaps our son is herb-curious? <laughs> <laughs> Anyways. I do love the, sometimes I worry about that boy. <laughs> I would do anything for just a movie that is just Chomper and his family. That would be, would be funny. <laughs> Could be interesting. I'd say if it is just Chomper and his family, though, then they should have voices instead of the yeah. growling with subtitles. Yeah, but, like, they're obviously, like, a little bit more advanced than our herbivores, which does make sense, because they're theropods, and theropods led to birds, and birds are scary smart, so... Yeah, predators tend to be smarter than, than mm-hmm. prey animals. Yeah. Like, I mean, not not always. Not but, always, Cape Buffalo. But I would say that the <laughs> the safe bet is that mm-hmm. a predator animal is more intelligent than a, yeah. than a herbivore. And definitely wittier. <laughs> Anyways, Chomper brings back food for the others, and they chow down. Sarah keeps being a bitch and telling Baby Steps that Chomper is a sharp tooth who might decide that he wants to eat them someday. And Chomper gets sad and leaves. Baby Steps gives chase and catches up with Chomper, who's crying and it's sad. Mm-hmm. But then Baby Steps some boy. yeah. But then Baby Steps somehow gets ambushed by Mama Chomps, who's snuggling her. So there's a thing. He runs to catch up with Chomper. It's like Chomper, Chomper, wait, da 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 da. And then all of a sudden, Mama Chomp comes out of nowhere mm-hmm. and it's like thundering footsteps yeah rustling of trees yeah you would hear feel something mm-hmm. anyway so yeah she comes out and uh she snuggles her baby and then she walks away chomper tells baby steps that she told him not to play with his food <laughs> chomper and baby steps get a nice moment of you are what you are and i am what i am and we can't change that but it doesn't mean we can't be friends. And then Chomper is like, I have to go. And Baby Steps is like, oh man, those assholes I call friends better not have eaten my food or I'm going to bust a testicle. (laughs) Baby Steps heads back to the smelly flowers and prepares to chew out his friends about eating his food when the Giga shows up to chase them. The Giga chases and chases and chases them right to a cliff edge where the kids are stuck between Big Water Sharptooth or Big Land Sharptooth. 
I hate that they have him jumping that one he does crevice. It just that you know, but it's it, it it's uh it's right for farm because you remember Rex leaping yeah. in the other movies, and I mean like leaping, yeah, and like that raptor also, leaping. That was one thing that did bother me because it's like no, yeah, absolutely no. It's so funny. The larger that these land creatures get, they they can't jump. Mm-mm. They can't jump. But they can't Mm-mm. run. So. It just makes me laugh to see this T-Rex, like, doing a leap mm-hmm. kind of thing. And it's like, dude, you would land and break your leg just yeah. all that. You wouldn't have to have enough strength to jump like that. Your legs would have to be so freaking big. You'd have to be ultimate chonkers. It's like, it's the exp- it's the, it, it's the uh, exponential increase of, of, of mass when they get mm-hmm. bigger. It's like the, I remember seeing a really great breakdown of why you would never get king kong or godzilla type creatures because they would be so heavy that their mass would snap their bones same kind Mm -hmm. of thing with uh giant insects you know the reason they can't get past a certain point is because then their exoskeleton is too heavy Mm -hmm. and it's you know less oxygen in the air to it it's all sorts of interconnected stuff that can't happen now and yeah it's it's all Different. And, and it's, I mean, and it's besides, an interconnected system of. And then besides, the largest land animals that ever lived, the uh, long necks of varying mm-hmm. sizes, were giant balloon animals anyway. So. <laughs> they had air sacs. <laughs> <laughs> They're just giant balloon animals. They're giant balloon I, animals wrapped in meat. I fucking love that. <laughs> It's so true. <laughs> They're just giant balloon animals wrapped in meat. Yep, and e- even more so with these theropods. They had all these air sacs. Their bones had... Yeah, it's... They... Yeah. Keep yeah. going. <laughs> <laughs> this movie breaks my brain sometimes. <laughs> the thing I, the thing that makes me laugh the most is because you like these infinitely more than I do because mm-hmm. my love for them really stops after the first one. Mm-hmm. And, you know, and then it's kind of like hit and miss for me in certain parts. But you, with your love of dinosaurs and being so hungry for dinosaur media, you're willing to forgive a lot more because mm-hmm. you want it. Mm-hmm. And where me, I'm just like, fuck this shit. <laughs> and then I love when I can bring you down to my level because you're like, oh my God, my hu- my husband's so critical, but he makes fair points sometimes. Because it's, it's true. Like these, these, I, I, ha- they're a guilty pleasure because they're fun to rip into. They're, yeah. they're fun to rip into, especially and because if you, if you... I expect better for my dinosaur media. And if you plopped a small child in front of them, it wouldn't be harmful Mm-mm. in any way, you know? No. It's... If anything, they'd be like, Mom, Dad, or Aunt, Uncle, or strange stranger who picked me up and put me in this room and played this thing for me. Uh, this is inaccurate. <laughs> but anyways. That explains why there was a toddler in here a while ago. <laughs> I mean, not anymore. Well, I mean, never mind. Uh... <laughs> Yeah, that joke didn't go anywhere. I'm sorry. <laughs> I was going to make a joke about slow cooking, but... <laughs> so yeah, the Giga has cornered the kids, and they're on a cliff, stuck between the water sharp tooth and the land sharp tooth. As death approaches, Chomper bites the Giga's tail and distracts it from his friends. As the Giga tries to chomp Chomper, Sarah rams the Giga's foot. 
and the Giga tries to bite Chomper off his tail, but ends up biting his own tail. And then he quies. Mm -hmm. Chomper's parents come into the scene and fight with the Giga, and we get to see some blood. Yep. The Giga gets knocked into the water along with Chomper. Both squirm and splash in the water, and Baby Steps jumps into the water to die too. The Giga tries to chomp Chomper a few times in the water, but then he ends up getting swept away by the current. That was fucking hilarious. <laughs> what? Just the image of him being pulled out yeah, to sea. Yeah, just... being pulled out to sea. Yeah. Because <laughs> this is like, well, he's gonna die. Uh, yes. And yes, yeah, so Chomper clings to Baby Steps as they try to swim when they see a fin. And uh, they think, oh shit, shark! But then it turns out to be an elasmosaurus named Elsie who saves Baby Steps and Chomper, puts them back on th and puts them back onto the land. Chomper is reunited with his parents, and they say that uh, Chomper's friends are safe with them, but the kids lament about missing their families. Elsie is like, Families, you say? And Elsie offers to take them back to shore, because she saw a herd of dinosaurs the other day, and the kids, bear uh, the kids bid farewell to Chomper and his family, and they set out on aboard the SS Aunt Elsie to cross the sea and head back to the mainland. I did love when they get reunited and Chomper and Littlefoot are being brought back up to the top of the cliff. Sarah hugs uh, Chomper's dad. Yeah, and, his foot. Yeah, his foot. And he looks down and then just smiles. And she's just, yay! <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and I like... Uh, when Chomper's telling him, you know, my parents say you're safe with us, mm. and then the parents are like, ugh, anything that smells that bad can't taste very good, you know? Yeah. <laughs> what did he say? Uh, you're safe with him, too. Like, <laughs> I love how Chomper's just like, uh, I don't want to tell them that if they didn't smell gross, my dad would probably eat them right now because fighting that Giga burned a lot of energy. And there aren't very many other animals on this island. You didn't see the other food that we were eating. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, after they head back to the mainland, Elsie gives them some exposition. Of, <laughs> as they're heading back to the mainland, Elsie gives them some exposition about how she was super horny for Grandpa Big Steps and how she wishes he had flippers because, boy... She'd use all his up and down. <laughs> Sarah comments that she hates the sea because she's seasick. And Elsie is like, well, fuck you, dearie. The sea is the best place on earth. <laughs> I did hate the across the pond joke a little across bit. Across the pond, as we say. God. God. Like, I'm sorry, Elsie. Are you English? Yeah, are you suddenly English? Our We're on the west coast <laughs> of America. <laughs> yeah, really, she should have come out of the water and been like, dudes, how's it going, brah? That let would have been more you, accurate. Let me take you little homies back to the mainland. Oh. <laughs> okay, so <laughs> our child heroes are put ashore with the rest of the herd, who found a second great valley right along the shoreline. How convenient. <laughs> the parents reunite with their families and thank Elsie for her help. Elsie is like, I'll be back to say hello and try to rock the wrinkles off of G-Paw's long cock. But then she swims away. The kids apologize to the parents for getting lost on their adventure, but say that they just wanted to find food enough for everyone. And the adults are like, If you hadn't, we never would have found this convenient seaside paradise. We'll all live here until we can go back to the Great Valley. 
Everyone turned out, everything turned out well for our heroes, except for the dinosaurs who already lived there. Right? <laughs> as the adults murdered them because the, of manifest dynasty. <laughs> the end. I'm glad you like that. God damn it. <laughs> There's a shirt design. <laughs> Manifest Dynasty. You have to have like a dinosaur pilgrim stabbing a dinosaur Indian or something oh, like that. Oh no, it would be that's, really not a, that's not a t-shirt design. I was just thinking a dinosaur with a cowboy hat, but we had to go there. Um, well, I mean, otherwise people are like, "What's dine? What's manifest dynasty?" And then you have to explain what manifest destiny is to them, and it starts because... a conversation. Yeah, but then they go, "That just sounds like liberal propaganda." I got my Texas history book, and it says that the Indians all moved to make way, and it for calls the... them Indians. <laughs> the natives all moved to make way for the new settlers because. Because why? Why again? Why would the natives leave their already settled lands to make room for the new people? Why would they do that? Why wouldn't they just be like, hey, how about we all live together and be friends? But no, because there was lots of disease and murder and pushing people further west until they went, you can live on these areas that we can't farm and have no resources. Oh, wait, there are resources? Okay, you have to move now. Uh, wow, that got into a... Uh, phew, holy fuck. Uh, <laughs> You've been arguing with that uh, white genocide dude still, huh? Mm -hmm. Still haven't gotten banned, though, at least. Again. Well, because I stopped I stopped hurting their fifis with profanity. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, mm. because cause they, you know, they'll curse like sailors, but if I call them dumb fucks, then mm. I'm violating Twitter's uses. Uh, because I'm not going to report them because I'm fucking better than they are, so. Ah, uh, okay. But yeah, I... This one, out of the other sequels, is still better. Because Chomper. 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 Chomper is Chomper what makes it better. Chomper saves it. Chomper is honestly what makes this movie more enjoyable than other ones, because mm -hmm. Chomper. Because yeah. Chomper is adorable, yes. and the interactions with Chomper and his parents are, are funny. Yes. Because uh, they kind of subvert, the, the, they subvert what we have known of Sharp Teeth up to this point to an mm -hmm. extent. You get to see them being like concerning parents and loving parents. Yes. And, and I just love the, I sometimes worry about that boy, you know? Yeah, I, I love that. And that's such a good touch. And it's kind of the moral of this is like, all families are valid. We're all like, this family may look different from yours, but it's the same it, like, yeah. they still love their kid. They mm -hmm. still love each other. They, they still, still protect their kid. They... Yeah, and so it's it's a very uh, safe way of doing that lesson. It, yep. Like, safe as in, I, I can't see any Christian parents freaking the fuck out about it. Um, I can if they're young Earth Christians. Oh, they still think dinosaurs exist, depending. But they're wondering where all the people are. Dinosaur and they, and they say billions of years Yeah, ago. okay. Yeah. You know, I never did take these movies to after school at uh, the Lutheran school I went to. Oh, you had been burned as a witch. Well, they were mad when I brought Aladdin, so I guess, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Pagan witchcraft! Drove me nuts! But, but yeah, anyway, I'm, I'm glad that <laughs> the last section of this kind of went a little off. Yes, filter. it did. Yes, it did. But I'm I'm very glad that you enjoyed 
as much as you could this one because uh the next one is the slow descent into it is, I do not like this next one. It is one that whenever I would do rewatches, it's one of the ones I would skip. Really? Yeah, because That's big coming from you. Cuz it introduces two characters that I don't remember if we ever see again. It has it, it it was at a time when I was starting to realize that all cowboy movies just had white men, and I started to realize there was problematic stuff with that, and they have a, di- a dinosaur that speaks with a, hey there, pilgrim sort hey of voice. There. Hey there, young ones. And, like, they do some clever stuff with it, but I just fucking hated it because there was enough stuff that was annoying about it that made me mad. And the one that we're going to be watching next is Land Before Time 6, The Secret of Saurus Rock. (laughs) You know what the secret of Saurus Rock is? Sodomy. It's Saurus Rock. It's where all the the, uh, cowboy dinosaurs go to get broke back. I can't vamp anymore, hon. I used up all of my... I used up all my God-given humor talent. I used up all my God-given humor talent, Pilgrim. Thank you all so much for listening to this episode of Tone Deaf. If you'd like, if you enjoyed the show and you'd like to help us out, please uh, go to whatever application that you got this podcast from and see if you can give it a, give it a review. If you can't, uh, then. That's unfortunate. I mean, there's other ones that you could give a review on if you wanted to go that extra mile. But uh, if you wanted to reach out to Kay and I, you can do so at our home base, which is ToneDeafMusical.com. There we have links to all of our social medias, our our, uh, Twitters, our Facebooks, our Instagrams, as well as a link to the Cast Junkie Discord server, where we have our own Not Safe for Work channel, uh, which is a lot more safe than this show is, oddly enough. yeah, just, you know, talk about musicals, share pictures of pets, be like, hey, this is cool, and uh, just kind of generally shoot the shit. <sighs> if you want to support the show, we have a Patreon, which is Tone Deaf Musical, uh, different tiers there and all that good stuff, as well as some bonus episodes. Uh, if you want to support the show in a more tangible way, you can go to our T Public <sighs> store and get some mugs, some stickers, a hoodie, a t-shirt, whatever suits your fancy. But otherwise, thank you so much for listening to this show. Please share it with friends that you think would enjoy it. And uh, just help us, help us grow this uh, wonderful community. That'll be it for this week. Thank you all so much. I'm Kay. And I'm Warren. This has been Tone, Tone Deaf. Deaf. <laughs> Fucking hell. God damn. Oh, uh, I love making you laugh. Oh, God. I love when you make me laugh. But dear God, my... <laughs>